we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, still, though, an honorary Northern Power Women, as you said, always will be Simone Roche, our great leader. Not just for Christmas. Yes, you are not just for Christmas, you are for life. Happy days. Well, look, I can't believe that we've been doing this weekly podcast now, the kind of uh, Northern Power Women podcast 2.0 for nearly six months. This is episode 24. Can you believe? It seems like two minutes ago that we pivoted, business term, from doing our monthly podcast that was, of course, always featuring a live panel where you were up and down the country using every train available, eating all the sandwiches from the kiosks. And now here we are remotely recording because so many people are doing this in COVID, of course, and nearly six months in. I really don't know where the last six months have gone. It's it's a strange old time. Uh, you know, it's really interesting. And I, I think with this, you know, we talked about back to school last week. Yeah. There was definitely, I'm definitely feeling a sense of back to business as yeah. well, if you like. So we know that um, last week we spoke about the top 50 businesses not going to go back to the way they were, but there is definitely um, a surge. There's definitely a surge in commutering. Commutering? Is that even a word? It is now. <laughs> um, but I, I, yeah, I went on my first train this week. Um, and definitely, yeah, more people than I've ever seen. I found that really weird considering I live in a, you know, a fairly major city. I've learned, I suppose I've realised about myself. I, I've skirted around the edges, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I took a train ride up to sunny Southport um, and it was heaving, absolutely heaving. Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? Because I've I've seen a lot of uh, social media pictures where people are saying, oh, buses and trains aren't busy. However, I saw someone tweeting just a couple of days ago saying that the buses between Manchester and Trafford Park are absolutely heaving. And one thing I have noticed you saying back to business was the front page of the Daily Mail last week said they are all showing up, showing pictures of the school children. Where are you? Showing mm-hmm. a, a London train station where, in fact, there weren't many commuters getting onto trains. And also somebody tweeted last week uh, showing kind of a, a government message saying, oh, you know, hearing the alarm, putting on a tie, carrying a handbag, receptions, caffeine-filled air, taking the lift, the boss's jokes, plastic plants, off of gossip. And it's all about let's all get back to work. And it's this kind of jolly, jolly, almost warlike wartime message of mm. everything's OK. Let's just carry on. And I thought, hmm, that's a bit strange. <laughs> that feels a bit weird that there's almost like, well, why aren't you going to work? When guess what? Working from home is work. 
Yeah, <laughs> it is, it, and I, I think what's interesting as well is there's a few. I think with this back to school work sort of vibe, there's a few reports coming out. So there's been a report come out from the Northwest Business Leadership Team, um, particularly focusing on the rising stars and the the real impacts on gender through COVID. Which yeah. you know we have talked about. One of the things that we've been assembling, you know, from our um, extensive non-train commuting power circles, is we've got. A, a, it's currently a 37 page report I can't wow. believe it but what is really interesting about this you know it's what has been enabled so things that we've actually done as Northern Power Women Northern Power Futures Power Platform but the things that our community has been doing one of those things is that ways of working uh, one of the things is a piece of research with Tees Valley University about what do the new traits of leadership look like but I tell you what, I found it really quite interesting you say you know we've been doing this for six months mm. I think what we've done in this period of time um, and are now putting it down on paper I've never had the opportunity to do that before because we are normally always running around busy 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 but I've, I'm finding and whilst I've, I find it being really reflective um, even though doing it in random hours of night it's it's quite cathartic to be writing all this down yeah. um, because it's it's really now about kind of the asks so I, I still do not believe that we're not going back to a normal. Going back to business is is one thing, you know. Getting our uh, kids and families back into school and education is another thing. But the are still really in, in adamantly against that back to normal because guess what? There's no vaccine. Guess what? The you know the reports at the moment are our Eleanor who worked for us had to had to travel. 10 miles, which is nothing compared to other reports, right, to do a COVID test um, last week. Mm. You know, other people are traveling 100 miles. Goodness me. So, so, so you know what? There, there's a whole load of, there's, we can't get to normal until we haven't gone past go yet. We've definitely not uh, collected our 200 pound vaccines, you know, so there's still a real mix and blend of, of yeah. things and, you know, uh, about where we're, where we're at. I spoke to a, one of our Northern Power Women Massive this week and she was like, oh my God, I had a face-to-face -face meeting this week. It was amazing. I left my slippers behind. <laughs> she goes, I didn't go as far as heels. But, you know, it was it was fantastic to be in the company of other business people and have the small talk and the chitter chatter that you can't always get or feel or land appropriately you know, on a, on a video call. So I think there is a sense of excitement, anticipation, fear. And I think there's an absolute 100% people are in an, a, a desire to get back into a workplace if they're struggling with their mental health from being at home. Talking of mental health, you did a really interesting poll this week, didn't you, on Twitter, at North Power Women. Yep, absolutely. And this was about, so today is um, Youth Mental Health Awareness Day. And so we did a poll and, we, you know, the question was, you know, do you think we are doing enough? Are we providing enough? Is it easy, accessible to get um, support for our young people, mental health? And it was an over overriding no. It is, it is not easy. And even the yes, but it's tricky was, was only in the sort of the teens, if you like, of, of percent. So it's, you know, the, the definitely there is a real worry. Um, and, and again, so whether it be that worry from a youth perspective about it have been exams, whether it be about 
jobs that have been lost, laid off, cut down, furloughed, uh, redundant, um, opportunities, career path. There's so much, isn't there? There's so much worry about the economy and, and, and all of this tied together, I think, is is not helping. And I'm not really seeing anything sort of fundamentally out there that is is mm. looking sort of to, to tackle that. We've talked to the, the Northern Power Futures podcast, haven't we? Yes. Um, you know, and that's a massive, ma- if I spoke to a, a careers um, service, if you like, over in the Northeast uh, this week, and and that was, again, they're just saying anything around this. We can't do enough. We can't do enough for our young people at the moment about about mental health. So I think there is a sense of that that September vibe about everything goes goes into fifth gear without even sort of getting into second or third. I feel like there's, there's definitely been a sense of that. And I feel that against uh, across all age groups. Is it, is it the same over there in Arizona? Eh? I noticed when I was picking up my daughter from her riding lesson how busy the freeway was and I pick her up at 7.30 God help me she starts at 6am it's a tough call on her (laughs) on a day she has a lesson I tell you but I was driving home and noticed for the first time how busy the freeway was and I thought huh I haven't noticed this much traffic around for a long time and I think there is that sense that you know my girls aren't back at school yet they're still not back at school they did return to school at the beginning of August because that's when the semester starts here in the states but they haven't been called back in some schools are in person most schools are not and there's still a lot of reporting and anger in the media about teachers going we're not ready and we don't want to do it and and so I know that there's a big board meeting at my girls' school because they were due to go back tomorrow, still not been confirmed. So we're waiting, waiting, waiting for the email to decide whether they're going to go back or not. And I think I said to you, you know, a couple of weeks ago that, you know, spoke speak to me in in all, in June, and I would have said they're not going back. No way. Now, in fact, looking at how the UK has gone back and looking at how other schools have gone back here in Arizona. I think it's the right thing for their mental health. Mm. Those girls haven't seen any other kids since April. No other children since April. And they've had me and their dad and there's the four of us in this house all working here day in and day out. And we've, we've talked previously about the fact that the whole year just has blurred into one for me. It only occurred to me a couple of weeks ago we hadn't been away and I hadn't had a day off, not even a weekend day, because when every day is a work from home day, you suddenly go, all oh, right, I'll just do that, that and that. Oh, hang on, it's Sunday. Or should I be, oh, I shouldn't be working, should I? But oh my gosh, mm. oh, I might as well get it done because there's nothing else to do. And it all really blurs into one. And I think that has had a huge impact on so many people's mental health. And talking of young people, I think what's interesting is we kind of forget that all the regular strains on their mental health are still so much in place. You know, they they Mm. haven't gone away. And I saw some really interesting research from the Girl Guiding um, Association talking about the fact that they want influencers and advertisers to be forced for it to be actually legislated that they declare when they have altered photographs on social media. And we forget how damaging those completely unrealistic images can be to not just young women, 
predominantly young women, but also young men. And I've been talking with someone uh, in his 20s, early 20s, a young man who's really interested in the research of how social media is really negatively impacting young men. Because guess what? Unless you've got that ridiculous six pack bulked out frame that is on the front page of magazines every week, you're not a man. And that's the images that are being sold to young men up and down the land, all over the world. And so I I thought this was really interesting research. Half of young women regularly use apps or filters to make themselves look better online. That's half already. And this is Mm. between 11 and 21. Nothing looks real. And I remember having my hair cut about, blimey, four years ago. I'm coming into my daughter, so she must have been about eight years old then. And I said, hey, what do you think of my hair, Lila? Do you like mummy's hair? Do I look nice? And she went you look all right, but you don't look as good as her. And she pointed to a picture of Alexa Chung on the front page (laughs) of a magazine. And I went, do you know what? Alexa Chung's very cool. She's, you know, a model. She's a style icon, a fashion icon. However, I'm going to say this to you now. Alexa Chung doesn't look like that picture either in real life. And I took her instantly onto YouTube and there's brilliant videos on there showing how you take the photograph in the studio and then all the work that goes into sort of straightening the chin and making the eyes slightly bigger and evening out the skin tone and plumping the hair and all these things that go on, even with the world's most beautiful women, aren't good enough for the images that sell the front pages of magazines. So I think it's such an important lesson for everyone to know that when they look in the mirror, they should never begin to compare themselves to what can be seen on social media, especially when you might go, well, okay, I understand if it's on the front page of Vogue, they've spent thousands on post-production. But actually, the filters on your phone nowadays, even that girl in your class can spend five minutes and look absolutely you know crazily like the front page of a magazine style look and you think i just find this so damaging i do and i saw that i saw a, a tv debate on it um uh, the end of last week i think and you know it was very much for me i think exactly as you say it's really important that this is not people would you know you can suddenly go down a stereotype that this is just for women it's absolutely not no, it's no. you know and the rise in uh, mental health international men's day is is all about the uh, male suicide it's all about oh, well, mental health and male suicide yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's about that it's not about you know oh let's celebrate men's day it's not about that it's about tackling these more fundamental mental issues and you know so it's it's not about women getting their makeup right and hair right it, it impacts mm. everybody but one of the interesting comments was well, well you know you shouldn't have to disclose you shouldn't have to put a disclaimer because everybody knows you use filters it, well well why not put it then just you know a reminder. Why not? it's like yeah, a reminder just, of just hey this isn't real life yeah. just remember that it's, used to be wasn't it hashtag no filter just put hashtag filter there yeah. you go you've disclosed Done. it if that's if that's a simple a, a factor rather than you know put in a um a, an explicit message on it but i think it was it was one of the kardashians and they put the two pictures up on the screen and you're like oh my goodness, you know, it's just silly. And, and, and again, say so one of the responses from one of the panelists was, well, everybody knows. Well, well, don't do it then. Just put yeah. that. Yeah. Hashtag put filter. It on. No problem. The, the end. There we go. Solve the, that problem. Next. Nice. Next. <laughs> Let's get some life lessons going on, shall we, on the podcast, Simone? Who we got this week? This week, we've got Nafisa Kiani, and she is the records officer and the sergeant at arms officer at the House of Commons. Quite a title, that, isn't it? And some inspiring messages for this week. Here's Nafisa. Hi, my name is Nafisa Kiani. Currently, I work as a 
Acting Manager, Records Officer and Administrative Clerk for the Sergeant Arms Office for the House of Commons. A role model in my life is my mum. So at a young age, she was diagnosed with neck cancer. Regardless of this, she was able to maintain a positive mindset and manage a household and look after her family members' needs, but also her relatives' needs and lived in the same household as them, cooking for them. And she migrated from Pakistan to Britain when she was attending to these duties. So it's inspirational how she was persistent and maintained a positive outlook when she was coming to terms with this condition. A time when I've been resilient is during the current global outbreak where it's been challenging remotely working from home for UK Parliament and it's been isolated but I've come to terms with this by devising committee papers for virtual meetings held on coming to terms with COVID-19 and dealing with transport and educational matters during these unprecedented times. I've also been able to undertake future learn training courses to equip myself with further skills and knowledge. Moreover, I've undertaken an MSc in Global Public Policy at SOAS and I've been able to attain a distinction in assignments. In addition to this, I've undertaken webinars to gain further insight to coming to terms with the pandemic and to learn about leadership and career progression. A time when I've taken a risk is going for an audition for The Apprentice. So I was able to pass in the initial audition stages and in 21 seconds I was able to outline why I am the ideal candidate and I was able to share my business plan and answer a series of questions and I gained positive feedback. Advice I would give to people who want to start a career is to go ahead with this because if you put your mind to something and show perseverance, drive and commitment and motivation you can achieve positive results. A piece of advice that has stuck with me is to be persistent, to persevere because if you put your mind to something and show commitment, drive and dedication and passion for a certain career goal or aspiration then you can reap positive results. So it's essential to be a go-getter, to make things happen because winners make things happen and they achieve positive results. Thank you so much to Nafisa Kiani for your life lessons this week. Do you know what I loved and I'm also quite envious of is the fact she was able to utilise that lockdown time to learn so much. The amount of courses she took. That was what I in my head was going to do, but it all kind of went horribly <laughs> wrong and I managed just about to get through the last six months. But good on her. I love that. And I love the fact that she just wants to celebrate that and really high five that because sometimes you can get people to do all this and then actually just hide it under a bushel, don't they? So we're really grateful for us to share in all of that great stuff that she's done. Brilliant life lessons this week. Yeah, this is a bushel free zone. Ah, this podcast so no hiding lights anywhere thank you so much if you would like to share your life lessons with us please do get in touch all you need to do is email podcast at northernpowerwomen.com and guess what we'll do the rest just literally send us a one-line email saying i'd like to do some life lessons please we'll tell you exactly what to do it's dead easy and we would love 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 to hear from you or whisper it nominate someone else do it send us their email address we'll get in touch with them podcast at northernpowerwomen.com 
com. Marvellous. Look, before I head off into the sunset, Simone, I forgot to tell you a couple of weeks ago about the Zoom call that nearly ended <gasps> with yes. us having to call the emergency services. We've talked so much about Zoom, haven't we, over the last few months about all the things, you know, people just wearing pants instead of actual trousers or skirts. People, yeah, just children walking in, animals knocking things over keyboards and the like. I was recording a podcast with a fantastic woman who owns a really quite upmarket store in the middle of America. She kind of has these beautiful artisan goods that she ships in from Mexico and she works closely with these amazing all-female Mexican weavers and, and fabric designers and she has the most beautiful goods and it was for quite a big podcast I was making for a client here. And we were chatting away <laughs> and suddenly whilst I was recording her interview, I said, and I'm going to call her Sally. That's what I'll call her. And I said, Sally, what, what's that behind you? As we noticed flames <laughs> leaping up from where she was. Now, goodness me, Sally, being the absolute professional that she was, had created a blanket fort for, for to, to kind of make a lovely sound to record the podcast in, you know, nice fabric around to make the audio sound good. But unfortunately, her blanket fort, made of her stunning artisan blankets, was quite near to an artisan candle that she'd also <gasps> lit just before we started recording. So, oh my goodness me, all I can say is she laughed about it afterwards, but there was a few moments there of absolute chaos whilst recording a podcast. So there's the Zoom meeting to end all Zoom meetings, I think. <laughs> that beats my slipping down the step, doesn't it? That totally yes. trumps that. It's not oh, a competition, wow. we should point out. Please don't try and injure yourself in any way to trump us, but we'd love to still hear your Zoom stories. We're still doing them all the time. Just send us an email, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Don't don't like handles near blanket forts, please. It's a terrible idea at all times. So there we go for another week of your stories, your business and career news and your life lessons, of course. Thank you so, so much for listening. The next episode is coming your way on Monday, September the 14th. Can you believe? Until then, this is the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker and this is a What Goes On Media production. Oh, yeah.